You are listening to the Our Hustle Podcast, a platform for entrepreneurs to share their journey and hustle for one hour. I'm your host, Akio Nagapuri. And before we get started, make sure to subscribe at Our Hustle on all platforms and leave us a review letting us know your thoughts. And now it's time to start the show. What's up, Case? (laughs) I appreciate you for coming on, man. Oh, man. I was just telling you off the pod, bro, the fact that you should, like, I texted you. Mm-hmm. I mean, been, we've been showing each other love on Instagram for a while now, a few months now. Mm-hmm. You're hustling, I'm hustling, we're doing two different things. All one and the same in a way, though, like mm-hmm. video making and stuff. But I hit you up and I thought, I, we never met in person. So when I thought I would hit you up, I'd have to, like, just be like, hey, like, you want to, like, grab coffee, man? Like, let's chat, yeah. you know, all that stuff. But I was like, yo, you're trying to be on the pod and you're like, let's fucking do it. What day and time, you know? And you showed up immediately. Yeah. And that shows a couple things. It shows, like, you're really hustling and you want to like make a name for yourself. It's like, it doesn't matter what platform, whether they have zero followers, 100,000 followers, I'm there because it's still an opportunity to get to know people and, and build you know, my name up and my legacy and all of that mm-hmm. stuff, man. And I've been seeing you kill it on fucking Instagram. Like you really, like you got articles written about you, bro. Yeah, for <laughs> like sure. for real, like, for sure. you know, so I'd love for you to just, uh, just start off. I don't know anything about you mm-hmm. and that's what piques my curiosity. Mm-hmm. So let's start all the way from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, whose case, where were you born and grown up? I'd love to hear all that. I'm really interested about that stuff. Um, yeah, so I'm just a Jersey kid. Um, I'm from Hillside, New Jersey. Yep. Um, you know, single single mother home. Okay. Oldest child. So I had, like, a sense of responsibility from from a child. Like, I always had to take care of someone else, you know, whether it was myself or my younger siblings, you know? How many siblings you got? I have three. Three, three younger siblings, yeah. so the fourth kid. Yeah. Okay, and you're the oldest kid. out of all of them. Yeah, I'm the oldest. So you really had to pick up that, like, kind of like that father figure for all of them. Yeah, you know? literally. And are these, like, a uh, mix of brothers and sisters, or what are we talking about? Uh, one brother, two sisters. One brother, two sisters. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, I go like everyone else. I go through high school. It's fun. It's cool. I go to college, and then life stops. Uh. I, I was trying to play basketball. <clears throat> And I kept hitting a wall. Like, I would... I was at uh, Ryder University. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a Division One school. But I didn't want to walk on. I was cool. Then I got a call. I felt like I was in Duke from Rowan University. They're like, we saw your film. How tall are you now? I'm like 6'2". They're yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. so let's, <laughs> let's bring you over here. Can you transfer? I'm like, sure. So I transfer, and right before the season, I tear four ligaments in my ankle. Damn. Okay. Out, out for the season. Okay. And then... Um, the following year comes, so I'm like forcing this dream of basketball. Following year comes, I hurt my back. I could barely walk. Wait, wait. So after the <clears> ligament <throat> stuff, mm-hmm. what happened then? I was the manager of the team. Okay, got it. I was it. one okay. of the managers because I couldn't play. And, so and I you've already transferred over to Rowan. I already transferred, yeah. And did you get like a full scholarship for, you know? No, no, no. I was just like walking on. Um, I did get scholarships, obviously, because of my grades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I transferred. But other than that, no. Nah. <laughs> so they brought you over and they kind of and you said like it made it seem like it was Duke they were like yo come on in like you know we got the best basketball <laughs> team like we really gonna praise like they were praising you yeah. to come over to Rowan mm-hmm. and where's Ryder and Rowan first and foremost like, Ryder where, where is I know Rowan is Trenton. like down south right yeah Ryder's by Trenton and um, Rowan is in Glassboro New Jersey okay even further down yeah okay, way yeah, further yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like exit 3 okay <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you're almost out of the state <laughs> so, so okay so yeah I did that and then 
I know I was just getting into it with my teachers. Like I was like going back and forth with teachers. One day she's like, "You better learn this because you're gonna be working for someone one day." And I was mind blown. I'm like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it hit me. That's kind of what college is. It's like preparing you. It's not preparing you to be an entrepreneur for the most oh, part. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, so yeah. Th- I was mind blown. I'm like, no. So then I was isolated, right, in my room. Oh, wait, here. Try not to... Oh, yeah, my fault. I don't know it's who okay. did. But you're doing great, though. Go ahead. <clears throat> I was isolated in my room, and I kind of just... I don't know anyone's faith, but I, mm-hmm. I heard God say, leave school and do music. I'm like, whoa. And by this time, I only went to the studio, like, twice in my life. This is in college. This is in college, my junior year. Junior year, okay. Um, One of one of these artists named Sakella J mm-hmm. from Old Bridge, he... Um, he brought me to the studio randomly. He's like, I know you always loved music in high school. I never thought about doing it. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm buying studio time. Just come with like a freestyle written. I'm like, uh, all right, whatever. And it's a really good friend of yours. Yeah. Okay. So I go there, write a freestyle. Then he's like, all right, next time come back with a song written. And I did that. And that song ended up having like 3,000 plus plays on SoundCloud in like a week. Damn. Your so, first song. My first song. And, what was and the then song my video called? had like a thousand views. She got it. She got it. <laughs> Wait, how long did it take you to write this song, though? Because you wrote the freestyle, yeah. and that freestyle ended up being She Got It? No, no, no. Two different songs. Two different. Okay, freestyle, got it. I don't ever want to hear it. Yeah. It's somewhere buried in my email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you still got it. Yeah, yeah, I still <laughs> yeah. got it. I just heard it not so long ago. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, She Got It was like, I didn't even want to put it out. I didn't want to be an artist or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was convinced to do it. So um, that's when I heard God say, leave school, do music. And the second thought I had was, if you apply yourself, you could be the best ever. Mm. I didn't question it. I'm like, well, I'm not having fun at school. I'm actually pretty depressed and miserable over Mm. here because I'm not doing anything that I want to do. I'm not around the people I want to be around. So when I left school, that's when life started to turn up. And you you left school junior year of college. Junior year. So you didn't graduate college. Mm -mm. And how did your mom feel about that? How did anybody that you knew closely feel about that? I mean, everyone was disappointed. They're like, bro, you're almost done. I'm like, yeah, but I don't, this isn't making me happy. that That would be me doing it for you. Not for me. Absolutely. And at a young age, I knew, like, I have to do what makes me happy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, only I can live my life. You can't. So... You, so there's no chance that you would have been able to get through that fourth year at all, right? It's yeah, like, nah. when you had that calling, like, God telling you, like, you got to leave school and mm-hmm. then do music, what time period did you get that calling and then you and then you left? Like, was this like a, like a couple of days later, you're like, all right, I'm out? Or is it like you really pondered and sat on it for a little bit? Like, what mm-hmm. happened there? It was about, it was like November, December 2017. Uh-huh. And then, you know, the semester ends in December, so I was out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I already knew. I went, I personally like, went and filled out my, you know, to leave. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. I showed up at the right time, bro. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I dropped out. So, wow. everyone was saying certain things, like family members, friends, but, and when my mom saw that, she's like, oh, no, like, I got his back then, like, mm. you know what I mean? She kind of flipped it. At first, she's like, damn, like, ah, you're right there. so close, But yeah. then when she saw everyone else's reaction, she's like, do what makes you happy, let's go. That's amazing. Yeah. And what does your mom do, like, work-wise? She's an entrepreneur as well. What does she do? She owns an adult daycare. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. So do you feel like, and I, I love asking this question, right, because... You're an entrepreneur in the in the truest sense. Mm-hmm. You don't have a nine to five. Mm-hmm. You're not making any like steady income, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that fear that normal that other people would have. Did you do you have like that lack of fear because your mom was an entrepreneur? So you've seen like the roller coaster ride of like sometimes her business goes great, sometimes it doesn't go great. Mm-hmm. Is that where you got that courage to be like, yo, like I don't need this. I'm gonna go head on into mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. I feel like it's innate. Mm. I feel like I was born to do this. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't 
a coincidence. I don't think anything is a coincidence. Um, it's just in me. Yeah. I want to be great. Yeah. And greatness is a choice. And that's a choice most people don't make, you know? So, um, of course, I've witnessed her, but I'm stuck. I'm like tunnel vision in my own process. Like, she's doing what she's doing, but I'm doing what I'm doing. So, it, it was innate for me. Like, I, I like to apply myself. I work hard. And obviously, you're not one to dwell on anything, right? It's like mm -hmm. when you got that calling, you're like, yo, I'm doing this. You know what I mean? It's uh, mm -hmm. it's the same reason why I got this tattoo. It's like less dwelling, more doing. Like the yeah. second I start dwelling on it, I already lost. You know what I mean? Yep. Just knock out the noise and then just go full on. You mm -hmm. know? And it's scary at first, but it's like, man, you fall, you get back up. And I think that's what us as entrepreneurs, anybody that's coming on this platform as entrepreneurs understand that. It's mm -hmm. like, you're gonna fall. Yeah. That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And this is corny as hell, but it's like, what is it? It's like fail. I don't know where I read this, but it was like, fail the acronym is like first attempt in learning or something like that yeah. where it's like you're gonna fail you you're gonna to. fuck up yeah you know all these people that the greats and i want to ask you who your influences are mm -hmm. right um iconic figures or role models that you have right mm -hmm. but like all these people like they didn't succeed in their first business they succeeded in their third fourth eighth tenth mm -hmm. business or whatever it may mm -hmm. be or at least a hundred rejections before that so who when you said greatness is innate you know it's something that you just get when you think of greatness, who do you look towards as role models? Do you have role models that you look towards? Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't necessarily say role models, but people who laid out the blueprint. Mm. I was just thinking about this the other day. Like Nipsey Hussle mm. laid out the blueprint. Jay-Z laid out the blueprint. No pun intended. He has an album called Blueprint. <laughs> yeah, I know. He has but, three uh, of them, actually. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, J. Cole, Joe Budden. Uh, these are people that I look up to, you know, in a way because... They showed me the blueprint of how to make music, how to move when you make the music, how to move if the music stops, how to grow your brand. So I studied. I studied Michael Jackson, Chris Brown. Like even when when you look at my music videos, they are movies mm. because greatness. Like the greatest artists have videos that are like movies. Look at Michael Jackson. Look at Chris Brown. Like right. it's a story being told within the song, and that's greatness to me. Like everyone else is just doing this yeah, in the yeah. camera it's like bro but you want the cameraman is like <laughs> you want something that's a lot more classic you want yeah. something that's gonna you know stand the test of time longevity the, longevity is the music. key so you went full in all right you you, you dropped college all right now you're making music mm -hmm. and what's going on at this point now like you made that first song it hit three thousand listens and a mm -hmm. thousand views on the video yeah okay so what's going on at that point where's your mindset and where are you i'm taking these as well this can't be a coincidence yeah. i've watched so many people make music in my neighborhood or where i'm it from doesn't go anywhere and it goes yeah. nowhere like their first song gets seven plays why did mine get three thousand there has to be something there why did my first video that i didn't even want to do i got approached he's like can uh, i'm learning how to do videography can i do your video i'm like Whatever. <laughs> like, I didn't even want to do it at first. Um, and then it goes a thousand plus. I didn't know how to do ads or anything. It just did it organically. Mm. You know what I mean? So I just started taking the signs at that point and I ran with it. So I'm like, hmm. I didn't tell anyone that I was making a project. It was It's called True Colors. Mm. 2018 is when I dropped it around May. Mm. I didn't tell anyone that I was making it. I just did it. Only person who knew was Rich Icy because he was my engineer at the time. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so when I finished the project, it was about six songs. I played it for all my best friends, and they're like, "This is you, bro." I'm like, "Yeah." They like, "Whoa." <laughs> so they so that's when I made Apply Pressure, AP, right, yep, which is my yep. business. Um, it was it's a it's three of my best friends, JP, MJ, and Rich, mm. and they believed in me from that moment when I 
showed them all this music. They're like, oh, let's go. Let's we is got this rich back. as in rich icy or is this nah Richard? Richard, okay, <laughs> yeah, different one Richard. of my okay. yeah family members. Got it. But, uh, okay. So that's when I started to run with it. I dropped um, True Colors one. It had ten thousand streams. It's Bro. like yeah. So there's a I'm noticing when you do what you do, when you do what you're supposed to do, like. Like I told you, I heard God say it, so like I just ran with it, and the trajectory just goes up, and things open up. Now I'm not saying it's not hard, or that it's easy, but your path is laid out for you. Just stay in your lane and keep going. Mm. And what I'm learning is it just broadens up, right? So now I'm a promoter. Now I do public speaking. Um, <clears throat> now I do songwriting for other people. Amazing. So the more I kept going, the more things opened up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you ever get spoiled at any point? Because it's like. Not many people could, you know, make a song, get 3,000 listens, right? Or then make their next album and get 10,000 plays or anything like that. Yeah. So when you don't get those numbers, mm. do you feel like, do you ever get spoiled where it's like, where it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this yeah. is not for me. Like, do you ever get discouraged because you were like kind of on this? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, it's not lucky. It's, 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 it's hard work. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But there's a luck that gets played into it where mm -hmm. it's like, oh shit, like. My first song got 3,000. This one got 10,000. Mm -hmm. So when you don't make those numbers, do you ever get discouraged? Of course not. Mm. It's, I'm here for the journey. You know, not everything's going to work. But what I'm learning is music is like real estate. Like, I put one song out. I can get paid from YouTube. I can get paid from writing it. I can get paid from performing it. Mm. I can get paid from you streaming it. So there's my four residual incomes I just named, and there's more from, from one, one song, song. From one song. So I'm not worried about that. It might not be that song's time. I do believe that... When things go even more up, all my songs will go gold and platinum. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? Because they're there forever. Yeah. Cases cemented in the world forever. You mm. will always find me on YouTube. You'll always see one of my interviews. So the whole thing is longevity. And I don't see short-sighted. If I put out a song and it doesn't work, cool, next one. That's a very interesting point. Regardless, I'm getting some type of revenue from that song. You know right. what I mean? And it's not to say I do it for money, because I definitely don't. Right, right. But you're saying, but, like, that one song could could produce so much, right? Yeah. And then given, let's just say you put out an album or you put out, you know, projects, it's like, it's like, yeah, fine, maybe 90% of it doesn't hit, but it's mm -hmm. like, when you got that one song that blows it up, yeah. you know what I mean? You're yeah. making, like, I think of like those classic, classic songs, like when I think of um, I, any song, like, I don't know why, like I Have the Tiger or something like that, mm -hmm. you know, anything, yeah. right? Uh, or, uh, fuck, what is that song? Um, Empire State of Mind. Yeah. That song will make him money forever, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's good. Not saying that that's what you want to go for, but, you know, mm -hmm. you make that one hit song, yeah. you're good for life. And but then you're just kind of smooth sailing out. Yeah, that's yeah. true, too. That's very true. But this is this is where we get into, like, the independent game. Mm. When I'm, I'm independent right now, so we got to look at my music as a catalog, right? So I told you I put my first project out in 2018. It's 2022. I have six projects out. Yeah. So I wasn't just sitting around doing nothing. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Ha I have six projects out. I have a company. We dropped multiple times. Um, I, I've done a tour. I've done many um, 300 plus, 500 plus performances in New Jersey. We just Amazing. did one like two, three weeks ago. Um, so I don't look at music as like one thing, one thing, one thing. It's the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm creating a brand. And it just so happens that the brand is me. Yeah. But so how are you going around and getting all these shows? Like, is do the shows, do the show promoters come to you mm -hmm. and they're like, hey, Case, we saw your stuff. Like, mm -hmm. we want you to come and perform. Or are you hustling, making cold calls to get to them and be like, hey, look, check out my music. Like, I want to mm -hmm. perform for you guys. How does that work? I don't know anything about I, that. I pride myself on being intelligent 
Okay. And being a, a trailblazer. Mm. So I just did this thing called Wave of Gems when it was me and my DJ, who was my college roommate at Ryder. Um, we did a, an event called Wave of Gems. Which this is, is just recent. I this saw This is it. like two this weeks ago. This is like the club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I personally called the club. I said, listen, I'm an artist. I've sold out 500 plus in New Jersey two times in the mm. past three, four years. Um, I want to rent out this space. We can split profits or whatever the case, whatever we negotiate. Um, so this is boss talk, right? I'm not just a rapper. I'm not just an artist. This You're is negotiating. me getting on a... Yeah, exactly. So we did that um, and we packed out the place. It was my show and there was no promoter. There's no middleman, right? That's Even amazing. a label is a middleman. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. If I can get 100,000 streams on my own, I don't need I don't need the label. Exactly. What actually happens is when I do go talk to the labels, they're like, wait, you just sold out 300 plus by yourself? You're profitable. Let's invest in this kid. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So the whole thing is about building leverage and it's not about how it looks. It's about the whole thing as a, as a whole. Like, So basically what I'm saying is I did all of that. We did all of that on our own. Mm. No middleman. That's no one amazing. taking money out of my pocket. You know what I mean? And this is all word of mouth. <laughs> this is through Instagram. Like, you're reaching out to people. Yep. You obviously have a really tight connect of people mm -hmm. because you're putting out a, you know, some listing or something like that saying, like, hey, I'm going to be at Wave of Gems. And is that what it's called? Like, that's yeah, the actual that's, event, Because right? my thing is Gems and he's DJ So Wavy. So it's Wave, <laughs> wave of, of Gems. gems but I it's really it. like a wave of songs too yes. like a wave of good people or a wave of people that you know you know yes. what I mean like it's a play on words that's beautiful and we made our own event and you know God willing it'll be a festival in New Jersey you know exactly. what I mean like I'm only gonna keep going up we're all gonna just keep going up cause exactly. that's how life is exactly um, so that's pretty much the goal right there and I think about that when you talk about independence and stuff like that and mm -hmm. I feel like that's why a lot of artists either get really screwed over or mm -hmm. go into depression because they get these advances, they don't realize they have to pay them back. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about music, right? So you yeah. could obviously, you know, help me with understanding it better uh, and Chris too. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that's why they get screwed over because mm -hmm. they don't have the negotiation. They don't have sales. They don't yeah. have what you have. They don't have leverage. They don't have leverage. And exactly. they don't know the business. And they don't understand the business. I, yeah. I, like I said, greatness is a choice. Mm. So in order to be great, you got to do research. You know what I mean? I didn't just sit and be like, well, I just make music and I'm waiting for one song to pop. Nope. I'm going to keep putting songs out because when I look, I might have made $100 in a month off of stuff I did in 2018. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's about building that catalog and building that residual income. I think about the marathon all the time. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, any entrepreneurship is not you know, the sprint race, it's a marathon at the end of the day, yeah. right? So, like, little things, a good example is, like, when me and Chris put videos out, like, sometimes, you know, like, when the audio goes out and stuff like that, when he puts out a particular song mm -hmm. on our video and that song gets removed from Instagram, the entire audio falls apart, yeah. right? So now I, I, I listen to the video and there's no fucking audio and I'm just like, mm -hmm. damn, like, we got to replay, you know, we got to put this up. Other people would be like, who cares? Like, you know, you already put it. No, it's not that. It's, it's about when a new person comes to see my Instagram page, I want them to binge my shit like it's a Netflix series. Yep, exactly. You know what I mean? I want you to go through them. So when you get that one that doesn't have the audio, it bothers me because it's like, it's not, like you just said, it's not one, one, one. It's it's a collection Thank that you. that all plays into a, yeah. a, a bigger picture at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want people to buy in at the end of the day. Exactly. So you know? when I do accumulate new fans, they're only going to go back to my old music. You know what I mean? Like, that's why it's important to put things out. Not just one song, one song, one song, but albums. Get your catalog out there because if one thing hits, they all hit. Exactly. Now, so you're also doing food drives and stuff, bro. Like, right. That's so, amazing. Yeah, yeah I, tell me about that. I think um, being a part of the community is, is huge. 
Um, even by the end of the summer, I want to give away more clothes. But in Newark, by the Penn Station, mm. um, the last two years, we did we gave away food, we gave away clothes, water, socks every winter or fall. Yeah. Um, and I think that's. I don't want to become a millionaire and then people are like, oh well, he just started doing philanthropy. Nah, bro, this is who I really am, yeah. and I've shown this whether I had money or not. I yeah. put my money up. You know, yeah. that's that's the one thing about me is like. I put my money where my mouth is, bro. Like, I'm not about to just talk about it. Mm-hmm. You're going to see actions. And that's why blessings come back. Because it's not about clout. It's not about how it looks. It's about me being authentic, about me being myself, and about me helping out my people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I see you working hard. You said, yo, you want to? Yes. <laughs> why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's help each other. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. And we get too far away from that, and people become selfish, and it's not about that at all. Um, even yesterday, I just posted that I was doing a... Um, a pop-up shop. Yep, and a yep. kid came. You know what I mean? A huge fan of Case. You don't know who you're going to affect yep, or impact. Yeah. Um, so that's what it is, bro. It's just a journey. It's a journey. It's not about the destination because you get to the destination, but you forget certain things that you need. So just stay focused and go on the journey, bro. It's a, it's a story being written. And most of the time, like a lot of people that make it to that destination mm-hmm. are always like, man, I got to the destination. It's boring now. Because like the next? fun of it was the journey. Yeah. You know, like sleeping in the office or whatever it may be or working long nights it's mm-hmm. like in the moment it fucking sucks mm-hmm. or maybe it doesn't if mm-hmm. you're really passionate about it right yeah. it, you love it right. but then when you get to a destination it, it takes away a lot of that that struggle was actually the fun part about it you know mm-hmm. what i mean and um now <clears throat> going back now all the way like i want to say like elementary school middle school era you're in hillside mm-hmm. right yeah. so who was case back then in elementary school and, and, and middle school a kid that just didn't really know himself you okay. know like i was very unbalanced uh emotional you know um i knew something was in me like i always knew i was supposed to be what i am today and that's what the point of me making that that story come up about the kid because i became the person that i needed mm. that's what i realized you know what i mean like when i was 10 i needed a me i needed someone to, to look, look up, up to, to yeah you get what i'm saying so i became that person so Back then, I was just confused, you know. Things were hard on me. I'm the oldest kid. Uh, just figuring life out. Figuring out who I am. Did you feel like you had, like, a lot of stress and, like, like, like the world was weighing on you? Because yeah. it's like you're only 10. It's like, man, yeah. I want to... Did you ever feel like you were a kid? Like, did you ever get the opportunity to feel like you were nope. a kid? I don't feel like I was able to really be a, a child, like, have fun and go do things, you know. Like, I did... Ha- My mom... We were blessed enough for me to go to summer camp, which is expensive as hell if you're a single parent, you know. Um, so that's where I really met a lot of my best friends and started branching out and becoming more of me. But that process of becoming who I am today took forever. You know mm. what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. Holy shit. And then now, <laughs> now, what about your dreams of like doing basketball and stuff? Is that still there? Are you still playing? Or <laughs> So that's what I wanted to mention. It's like you can... Without God, like, you can force something that isn't for you, and you'll always hit a wall, because that's kind of what happened to me. It's like, I was forcing this basketball thing. Yes, I was great at it, but it, I never got over the hump, because it wasn't for me. You know what I mean? Like, Wait, what made you forced into it, though? Because I loved it. Okay, got it. Oh, I thought I loved it. Right, right. You know what I mean? It, 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 I get what you're saying. Like, you loved it, and you were pretty good at it, so you are like, maybe this is what I'm, you know, this yeah, is what it is. Yeah, it was you know? me guessing. Yeah. But was it really passion? Because when I do music, it's like, whoa, you're super passionate about this entrepreneur thing. So was that really passion? Did it really make me a better person? And what I realized, I'm like, God, you're so ill. It's like, even if you do make it to the NBA, guess what? It's still a job. Right. 
you're not gonna be happy. You know what I'm saying? And then you hit one roadblock, you're gonna be like, oh, this isn't for me. You'll give up a lot easier. Yeah. Whereas I'm sure you've hit major, major roadblocks mm-hmm. here making music and stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you hit like a major roadblock or anything like that that's challenges. Really tested you? Yeah, it's just challenges. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's supposed to happen. You know, you can't grow without them. Yeah. But this this life thing is a thinking man's game. It's not about brute force. You know what I mean? It's about how do I get around this or how do I go above it or through it how do i get this out the way you know Mm. it's it's a thinking man's game and when you when you pay attention to me it's all thoughts i'm just thinking i'm thinking my way out of it oh so there's a so the promoter takes a percentage even though i'm bringing the people in right take the middleman out you know what i mean so the labels yeah so the labels just alone at the end of the day oh take them out start a business go get an actual loan you know what i mean and learn where to put the money at because all they're doing is the label is capital. So they have the capital and they have the relationship. So Correct. when you sign, they're like, okay, I know where to put this money up to make him go, to make him go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you stick to your process, you can find that out on your own. And if you just learn it yourself, you could be those people that literally. you were literally relying on. Literally. Whatever it may so be. independently, like my last two singles, one has 18,000 views on YouTube, the other one has 34,000. It's like, I'm learning how to do this on my own. And eventually, it's going to hit. Right. Period. And what are you doing exactly to make them hit those numbers are you mm-hmm. like <clears throat> paying for advertisements mm-hmm. or are you just word of mouth of telling eighteen thousand people on the road because that's that's a true <laughs> it's, it's both it's about targeting people you know what i mean you got to look at mcdonald's why do they still have commercials we all have been to mcdonald's a million times <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying because when you run a business that's how you run it it's about advertisement mm. constantly you know what i mean and that's a gem for anyone who don't who don't know but like even McDonald's has ads constantly. Yeah. So why wouldn't you if you consider yourself a business? Yeah. Actually, I... It's I feel always like, people to get, you know? I feel like I have a really good book for you. I've been trying to do this thing of, like, giving books mm-hmm. to people, and then I realize, like, I'm broke, so, like, me having <laughs> to buy the books and give it to them wouldn't work out. But what you just said is so true. There's this book. It's actually sitting literally on that table. It's called The Hawk Method. Mm-hmm. But the first one is all about awareness, right? Building awareness. But it's like, yeah, like, you could... It's like you have more of a possibility of growing your business, of getting new prospects all the time, rather than, you know, depending on who you already have in the pipeline, mm-hmm. right? So what you're doing right there is like that, or what McDonald's is doing, it's like, don't they have like that sign at McDonald's where it's like over 1 billion served? Yep. It's like they don't need to advertise at that point, <laughs> but why not bring in new people? You know it's always I mean? people being born, bro. I was just about to say that, bro. Like, <laughs> you know as soon as you're like two years old, you're watching TV. One year old, you're literally on your iPad. Why not just put a McDonald's thing? And they're like, oh shit, Happy Meal, you know, whatever it may be. And then boom, now you got a whole new generation yeah. of one year olds coming to McDonald's. And it's just yeah. constant reoccurring, constant yeah. reoccurring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, what about your siblings, man? So, like, you're doing the entrepreneurship. What are your siblings doing? Do they, do they still look up to you? Well, I mean, I'm sure they really mm-hmm. they do, but, you know, what are they doing right now? And how is your entrepreneurship and stuff impacted them and stuff. I mean, they're all in school. One is in college and the other two are like 11. So they're just chilling. chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But do they look at you as like, are you still trying to play that father figure role or are you? Um, It's just who I am. You know what I mean? Like, I I spent so much time complaining about me not being able to be a child, but it's like, this is my personality. I'm a protector. I'm a provider. I'm someone who cares. You know what I mean? I balance my masculine and my feminine energy and like I can talk to you like yo let's go we're, we're doing it or I could be like what's the matter you know what I mean like that's the balance of energy and I'm learning how to balance it and use it for good you know yeah and what do you feel like you, that's that's pretty uh that's very mature shit dude mm-hmm. you know uh, we were talking we were talking about that book that we gave Rich 
Well, he stole it from us, actually. <laughs> he was like, I'm borrowing this, and he just dipped while we were in a podcast. <laughs> I love Richard's death. But it was like, the way of the superior man, it's all about just balance of That's masculine and feminine. Yeah, I love that book. See, we got yeah. another supporter here. Appreciate it. But, that's what really kicked me off even more as far as like relationships, you know? like Exactly. I, well, that's why I said emotional. I was emotional. You know what I mean? And that book taught me so much. Yeah. You know, just trying to balance that too. And I feel like maybe having siblings, like that's what helped me a lot too, mm-hmm. is having a little sister. It's like, there's certain ways to be able to, and not, not because she's a woman or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. like, there's just certain ways to talk to people, right? Yes. Having that emotional side, but also having that gritty like hey you know we got to get this we got to get this done like mm-hmm. here's my passion here's my purpose whatever it may be mm-hmm. but then also having an emotional side as well yeah. is really important yeah, you know sure. so you're doing food drives now tell me a little bit about the damn articles bro that's big <laughs> shit you know that's amazing that you got articles mm-hmm. out written about you and tell me a little bit about that like what that time period of even having that first article there's more coming about. i'm just oh, chilling course. right now yeah. i saw i saw a couple more like popped up in the last month bro. yeah 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 you know what i mean so um like I said, you continue your journey, things open up, you meet people. I'm learning that a lot. everything that you see on social media is all perception. Everything on the news is all perception. It's like Absolutely. someone's paying to get that out yeah. or someone is networking to get that out, that info out. You know what I mean? So even articles, it's like you have to, what's the message you want to get across? You know what I mean? Or who's asking you these questions and how... How do you want to be portrayed to the public, pretty much? Yeah. So even when they approach me and I answer these questions, it's like, what do I want the public to know? And that's a microcosm for, like, literally anything. Like, they all just want you to know something. I, I hope I'm not losing you. No, 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 like, I understand. I understand the whole purpose saying. of articles is for you to know something because we're all brainwashed by articles. <laughs> yeah. You see an article, you don't even read the inside. You just see that and you're the like, headline, it's yep. facts. <laughs> right, 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 right. So that's what I'm learning about this whole thing. It's like even articles is like a perception game. You know what I mean? People flashing money and acting like they're famous. It's like, it's a perception game. Exactly. And if you really study the mind, it's like, once you have everyone's perception, you win. Mm. What's a perception <clears throat> that you want to give off to people? Is there some particular... Or, or when people even write articles about you, are you telling them like, "Hey, that's not who I"? Do you at least do you get to like reread it and proofread oh, it? Oh yeah, for the, sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, what I want, what I want to get out is just oh, mogul in the making. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm just a mogul, period. You know, that's, I don't believe in like in the making. It's like, no, nah, you're a mogul now. Yeah, exactly. Present moment. Um, Positive affirmations right there. Literally, literally <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Um, a mogul, someone who cares about his people. You know. What's going on, guys? If you guys are enjoying this episode so far, make sure to follow me at NJ Realty on all social media platforms, all of them, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you name it, okay? And if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and check out the Apple Podcast version. And if you're listening to this, go check out YouTube. All right, back to the episode. Yeah, pretty much that. It's like we're just going to continue to push out who I am. And a big gem that I learned is like you think it's the things that you do. Mm. Like, I think people like me because of music or because of articles or because of my videos or because of what I say, but it's really who who I am. Mm. Same for you. You think success in these things come because of what you do, but it's who you are. Interesting. So, so the farther you go into who you are and go on the inside, the more this opens up. And I, I like having some clear intentions about what you're doing too, right? Clear it's intention. not about like, oh, I'm doing food drives and articles and this and that. Like, because at the end of the day, that's just some action it could be perception, yeah. right? Yeah. But when they actually meet you, it's like, oh, it here's his up. true intentions. Yeah. Like, this is who he is. Yeah. Now, all right, educate me. I don't know shit about writing. 
mm-hmm. I know shit about making music. Mm-hmm. I know Chris does. I know you do. So tell me a little bit about when you made that first song. What is that writing process like? How how long did it take you to write that first song? And um, what's the writing process in general when you make a song? I'd love to know about that. Yeah, that song took me about like thirty minutes, thirty forty minutes. Damn, <laughs> that's real. No, that's yeah, it's fast. true. Yeah. It's true. So, it, 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 is it? Do you ever force it? Do you ever force it where it's like? If you don't have a, if you have like writer's block or anything like, you're not writing. It just pops out. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not me personally creating the music. It's something above me. I'm just a vessel. You know what I mean? So when you tap in and connect, you can get. I can get a song out in ten minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even a few of my recent songs, those I did in like fifteen. So it's like I don't want to force it because then a song could take me a whole hour to make. But if I just let the the energy or the powers above or the powers that be use me. I'm good. Like I'll get it done quickly. That's it's about okay. Let me. It's about being in flow. That's what it is. That's I get it. Like you ever like I don't know if you play you play sports. No. Oh. <laughs> so it's like this thing where you get in your zone or you get in your flow. Oh, or if you it, ever yeah. type the paper and it's like whoa, I just finished that. You know what I mean? It's like whoa, you were just flowing. That's yeah. what that's. It's like something took over you. Yes. Yeah. And that's the point you want to hit for success. Period. You want to get into flow as many times as possible. Yeah. So that's why it's important to do things that you love. Because then that then you'll easily go into flow. Yes, because right. flow is is the present moment. Flow is silence. Like when we make songs, you know how the beat goes, doom, doom. So that silence part is where that energy comes in and flows to you. You know, that's where the creative comes. It's in the silence. Interesting. Yes. That's... It's true. That's some energetic shit, bro. Yeah. Like, that's energy. It's right true, there. though. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. It's no, true. I mean, so, fuck. That's some, that's some real shit, bro. Yeah. I, I'm over here like, what the fuck do I talk about? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, obviously, I'm anything, a musician, bro, so anything, it's like, yeah. I, I always feel like I'll talk about the same shit, whatever mm-hmm. maybe. I think about Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. and he's always like, people are like, I, I think they, there was like an interview where they were like, um, Great sex is and safe sex is great sex. Better wear a latex. And then he was like, I don't know what he was yeah, like. Yeah, I just saw that. He's like, bro, I wrote like thousands of songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they were like, how long does it take you to write a song? And he's like, sometimes it could take days, whatever. Because I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck I haven't said at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I think about that, and it's like, look, in my bucket list, I've always wanted to have a few things. It's like, it's have a successful podcast, right? I love talking to people. I love connecting with people. Um, also, write a book, a couple mm-hmm. books. Are you in the process of writing yeah. a book? I How'd you know that? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> At this point, like, I know you read books, mm-hmm. you know? You're working hard to do all the things that you want to do, and I know you got a hell of a fucking story, and that's what I want to, like, kind of uncover here on this podcast mm-hmm. to probably get a piece of, like, what you would be writing in that book. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you would be? Yeah. It's, give, give, I me believe a little, that... give me a little, like, uh, like a teaser of, of what's going to be on that book. <clears throat> Well, what like, within my journey, I found peace. Um, and that's what I want to teach people how to find. Like, mm. a lot of us are suffering in silence. A lot of people don't know where they want to go in life. Mm. A lot of people are listening to their mom, their dad, or their friends on what they should do in life. I didn't do any of that, and I found my peace. You know what I mean? So I want to teach people, how do you find peace and prosperity? But it all starts with on your own. you. Yeah. yeah. And it's about taking ownership, you know, like, stop blaming everyone else. Eventually, you got to be like, I'm here because of me, period. Yeah. So let me fix it. Yeah. You so that's pretty much. For it? Yeah. I don't want to say it. I was about to say, do you trademark it? <laughs> you don't say it if no, you yeah, trademark no, it. I didn't, I didn't, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to write a book myself too, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, and I think what drives us at the same time, which is why I'm writing this book, mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn 
that whatever I make, I want to make it for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, of course we're making it for people, but I want to make it so that I'm happy with it. One of my really close, like really, really close friends, Cephas, mm-hmm. who I did a podcast with in the past, Bickering Brothers, I used to always like, I wasn't ready for that podcast, meaning we would always talk about current events and stuff. And you learn as you go, right? Yeah. I'm learning like, I'm not one to be talking about current events, especially when I get the, especially when I get the event the night before. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. And then I know one way or another. And that's another thing too. You're putting it up for life, right? Yeah. People are going to be going back to read that shit. Mm-hmm. They're going to go back to listen to it. So when they listen to it, they're going to be like, damn, like, Akil's a dumbass. Like, what the fuck? Is, this <laughs> not, is that what he really said? But yeah. it's like, I'm changing. Literally, I, I change every single day. Yeah. You know, I'm growing constantly, right? Mm-hmm. So one thing that I used to always bother me was, I would say something and then I would, and then one person, you can, you have one hater that, that, that goes like, yo, don't ever make podcasts, bro. Like you fucking yeah, suck. Yeah. Or like, don't ever make podcasts, bro. Like don't give that information out. You're saying this wrong, blah, blah, blah. And that would get to me. And mm-hmm. Cephas would always be like, yo, I would, I'd be like, yo, how do you like stand tall, like stand strong on what you say? He's like, bro, because I believe in what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to go back on it. Like if I say it. I fucking meant it. Yep. So when people come up and they're like, yo, but like, da 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 I'm going to be like, nah, but I believe this. Yep. So you can tell me whatever the fuck you want, right? So I wasn't ready for that. So I want to make something that I'm happy with. I wasn't happy with the shit in the past, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I want to make the, like, Way of the Superior Man, it's, it's literally a page, a chapter, right? Something I could go back to as a daily reminder to be like, oh, you only have one life, yep. you know, so how are you living it, yep. right? That's what drives us as entrepreneurs to chase our passion, to do the things that we love to do is because we know we're not going to fucking come back. Mm-hmm. You could believe like afterlife and this and that and I, and I love that for you but at the end of the day, man, when we're gone, we're fucking gone. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> is it narcissistic for me to think that I want to leave some sort of a legacy behind or like be remembered for something or at least try to help somebody for something to be like, this is why I do the things that I do. You're making music, you're writing a book, you're doing food drives, you're making a difference in the world because you know that you're not going to be here and you want to at least get to 80 years old and look back and be like, I don't regret nothing. Right. I fucking did everything yeah, that I wanted to do. Sure. You know what I mean? And that's what drives me to the to do the things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I freak out on a daily basis when I do podcasts. You know what I <laughs> mean? Because I'm meeting new people all the time. It's yeah. like, shit, what do I talk about? What do I ask? But it's like, fuck it. Like, this is, this is what I love to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to get better at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you inspire the fuck out of me, bro. Like, you're really doing a lot of shit. You know, yeah. and you're very wise and mature. And I feel like maybe it's just growing up and having to be that older figure for your siblings and stuff is what, like, really drove yeah, you to get sure. that point. Dude. And That's I'm just learning my place in all of this. Exactly. Like, everyone has a place in this world, you know? Mine might just be to inspire a million, two million, ten million, whoever. But we all have a designated number of people that we're here to change right. or make evolve or help evolve. Do you have an end goal or anything like that? Do you? Is that too far out? Like, um, What are we thinking? Like, I try to stay in the present moment. Because when you have an end goal, sometimes it limits what can happen. Right. I kind of just keep it open. God, wherever you want to sh- send me, whatever's in your will, I'll do, you know? Yeah. Because once I put my own spin on it, I, like I put my own spin on the basketball thing and look where it got me. So why not just flow and go with the the river? You know what I mean? A lot of us don't go with the river, the flow of life. We go against it, try to go up the river, go to the left, to right. Just go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. And more will come out of it. That's something Kobe said. He's like, if you do what you, like all the nights that you stay up or that you stress out, that's the journey. Mm. And what comes out of it is more than you can imagine. Mm. So I don't even want to put a limit on it. But the things that I'm doing, I couldn't even pr- think of when I first dropped out. You know what I mean? So, end goal, I don't know. 
I guess to be at peace. Yeah. Have happiness. But other than that, it's like I'm leaving it to God and the powers that be because their plans are better than mine. Absolutely. I might limit myself. When you when you're making projects and stuff like that, are you like a perfectionist or anything like that? Or are you just kinda like you are? For sure, but I stopped doing that. Okay, explain. Because I was made this way for a reason. Okay. So it's like you're perfect even in your flaws, you know what I mean? Who cares if I stutter? It's okay. It's authentic. It's real. Mm. Who cares if I don't like that the way that sounds? Because someone else might like the way it sounds. You know, just not being too hard on myself. Obviously, I'm a perfectionist too, but that just comes with greatness. But mm. I'm learning to just, it's okay. Like, you have to be nice to yourself. We can't be hard on ourselves and then go out into the world and they're hard on us too. So, um, yeah, I just take my time with it and I just just flow, bro. Like, I'm really getting into flow and letting go and not trying to control anything just be me do what i do and watch the blessings come in how do you how do you keep that mindset at all times though that's what i'm like really intrigued about it's like everybody's gonna go through periods of like either lack of motivation whatever it may be but how do you constantly have that mo- that mindset what are you doing and like what's your morning routine what's your nightly routine or what are you doing throughout the day to keep yourself yeah. in that mindset well there are days where i don't want to do anything and right. I respect those days. What I'm learning <laughs> is rest is just important as work. Yeah. The first three years or two and a half years of me doing this every day, like a workhorse, like I drove myself crazy. I wrote a song every day, listened to beats every day. Like I was going insane. Mm. Um, but I kind of just stopped doing that, you know, and um, I just go with the flow. So basically my routine, I don't really have a routine. I just respect where the flow is going. So if I don't feel like doing anything, can I curse? Bro, I curse okay, like eight times. Yeah. If I don't yeah, feel like doing not. shit, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to do shit because that's the time where I can recharge. You know what I mean? If I don't feel well, then I won't feel well. You know, respect where you are. Don't force it. Force is like the worst thing you could do. Force is never a good energy. When is force a good energy? Yeah. No. You know, it's not. never good. It's yeah. it's on the negative scale, side of the scale. So I don't force anything. Um <clears throat> But this is what I do tell people and what I do do. It's I journal. Yeah. I stay active, whether it's boxing, um, exercise the gym, yeah, exercise, yeah. Um, do something you're passionate about. So I make music. I get on phone calls with people from across the world, whatever the case may be. Um, there was one more. I said journal. Uh, meditation meditation yeah did I say that no okay yeah meditation (laughs) (laughs) meditation yoga yeah it's like you keep those things it doesn't have to be every day you know but you keep those things in a line with you yeah be consistent with it your life will change interesting and I think journal is and meditation are like the most important ones because get get out what's in here because this is the most powerful thing this is what drives everything around literally everything bro it's all in your head yeah you know there's a book um called The Miracle Morning. Mm-hmm. I feel like it changed my life and I, I will rep that book for life, mm-hmm. you know? But it's just, the whole basis of the book is this acronym called SAVERS. And mm-hmm. It's like silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribe. Scribe yeah. is like journaling. Yeah. So every morning when you wake up, like start the day in silence. And that could be meditation, it could be being grateful, it could be praying, whatever. Yeah. And then go straight into like affirmations, right? Talk out loud. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, there was a period where I needed something playing at all times. Music, YouTube, something. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm driving, when I'm eating, when I'm in the bathroom, whatever the fuck it was, right? But then after doing that silencing, I was like, I'm actually like, I'm okay with 
being quiet. Like I don't I don't listen to shit in the car anymore. Yep. And people might look at that and be like, You're fucking crazy. But it's like, no, like that silence is golden. Mm-hmm. Like I used to be and I know maybe a lot of people are, but this is why I'm telling people is like I used to be scared of my own thoughts, yep. right? When you're silent and you have to hear yourself, that's the scariest shit in the world. Mm-hmm. But after doing that whole like whatever you want to call it, acronym program, whatever, I'm like okay with that, mm-hmm. right? And then like you said, it's all in your mind. So when you're able to talk to yourself and like I'll talk out loud, it's like I'm starting to become my own best friend. Yeah. I'm not relying on friends. Like when I'm freaking out about something, I don't need to call up a friend and then they don't pick up, you get even more upset. You're like, yeah. fuck, you know yeah. what I mean? But you're putting so much reliance on some other, some other person, right? Mm-hmm. But when you could do it yourself, you're able to talk to yourself and be like, yo, like, take a break. You know, you don't need to do that. Or it's like, oh, I'm feeling down, but it's like, just chill. Mm-hmm. You know, you could, you're able to talk to yourself. You know, you're able to tell yourself, like, it's okay and whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, one of the things is know thyself. You know what I mean? You have to know who you are. And the only way to do that is to spend time with yourself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's something I didn't really mention. It's like, I spent a lot of time by myself. Yeah. Um, even like sexually, you know what I mean? It's like, stop exerting your energy to all of these women. You know what I mean? Like I had to really take my energy back. You ever heard of semen retention? Of course. Okay. So yeah, do things like that, especially as a man that helps. It it makes your, our favorite book talks about that. Yeah, literally, literally. So, um, those are also important too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, um, I had a really good question about the whole, like the book and the semen retention thing. Whatever the fuck, but it goes back to your mind as well. You know, do you have do you have like moments of lack of confidence or anything like that, or or are you just like, are you just literally in flow all the fucking time? Like, I'm not in flow all the time. At this point, bro, you're like God. Like, <laughs> you coming on this podcast, yeah, like, right? Like, I do everything bro, right. I do this. <laughs> like, nah, I'm definitely There's not no in bad flow. day. It just means I'm out of flow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just not too hard on myself. You know what I mean? I'm definitely not in flow all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just keep going, bro. I, I just can't be hard on myself. There's always another day. There's there's rain, there's sun, there's 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 waves. Like just calm down and That's relax. It. You know what I mean? Like That's all it is, bro. Yeah. Yo, explain your name, dude. Like Case and the Gem. Explain that. Case is just a nickname. Like, okay. It's my real name is Kason, but got it. Case it comes right after that, and yep. it's really simple. Anyone can get it, and I've been being called that since I could remember. Mm. So it was just a natural progression. Um, and you said something else. Gems. Like, you have the gem on your Instagram, and, like, you really rep that emoji, yeah. you know? Um, I feel like I'm a gem, mm. you know? Eventually, it's gonna. I'm going to come out of ground, out of the ground. People are going to know, oh, that's Case. This is what he does. So, I since 2017, I've been brainwashing people. Like, I just gem it up. Like, people, you can't see Case without the gem, you know? But it's really a play on just how I feel about myself, how I feel about life. And that's where Applied Pressure LLC, which is my clothing company, came from. mm where do you apply pressure at? On the gyms, you know yeah. what I mean? So they all coincide. And that's I, and you need an emoji too. Like a lot of people need an emoji if you're Bro, an artist. Incredible you know? branding. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's where my mind has always been. It's like brainwashing. It's no different than what everyone does to us. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah. It's just advertising. We only right? go on Instagram and t- because everyone's going on it. It's a why is everyone going? It's probably so many better apps. You know what I mean? It's like it's about consistency consistency and collective consciousness the more Mm. I did it the more people recognized me with it that's why I respect Rich so much bro because he got the trust life yeah the trust life thing Mm -hmm. so when you put up that emoji 
if anybody else put that thing up and they're just like, oh, I hope I get into college and put this up, I'm like, oh, we're a trust life. <laughs> you know about Rich? Yeah, it's in, it's in your subconscious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that helps propel him. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. bro. And that's what genius. you want. You want people to see it, visualize it. So when we did the show two, three weeks ago, 300 people are watching me make music. And, I mean, are watching me perform. It's in your subconscious now. You know what I mean? That's it. So that's the goal is to just keep going and have people recognize you. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I never asked you, like you mentioned Kobe, mm-hmm. right? Who, who else do you have? Oh, J. Cole, Jay-Z, uh, Joe Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey, Joe yeah. Budden. Why Joe Budden? That's an interesting one. Because he made music like emotionally. Oh, he, well, he was amazing at making music. Yeah, he was, he was like a, he was one of the first artists I saw like explain himself emotionally. Like I told you, I was, was emotional. Was Drake before Drake? Yes, even Drake would tell you that. Drake did look up to Joe Budden. Yes, yes, exactly. So obviously they do it in two different ways, of course. but there weren't many rappers talking about like their downfalls. You know what I mean? Even today, everyone just wants to make it seem like they're Superman. I get all the girls, I got all the money, and it's like that's not, not real. <laughs> yeah, it's not true. You know what I mean? So I feel like what was real <laughs> was not Joe Budden. <laughs> it's not. It's not. When you really look at these contracts, it's not. But <laughs> it's true. <clears throat> So Joe Budden, I looked up to him because he showed me how to express myself emotionally. Emotionally. Yeah. And then what about everybody else? I'd love to know like the other influences that you have. What are some bits and pieces that you took from J. That? Cole is a guy who wasn't in the street, but he knew people in the street, but yeah, he went yeah. to college. Yeah. No different than me. You know what I mean? Drake, a lot of the same. And he sings, so I sing too. So it's like each... What I realize is the people you look up to, you have something that they have. Mm. That's why you're drawn to them. Right. And all the people I name, I have something that they have. Or right. they have something I have, and that's why I was drawn to them. And Nipsey, business. Jay- Jay-Z, business. Lyrical ability. Flows, you know, so. Yeah. That's amazing, man. Yeah. Dude, you're fucking killing it right now. Appreciate like, it, bro. You got a lot of shit. <laughs> you know, you got a long list. Yeah. You got the book. You got food drives. <laughs> you killing on Instagram. Throw your own parties. I also did, this sounds crazy, but I dropped my own project on my own website. And I sold over 100 singles. That's amazing. So are instead gonna, of me, the, are you gonna do the Nipsey route where he sold them for like a thousand? No, it was like a hundred dollars. Remember? I mean, if God tells me to, but <laughs> God was like, <laughs> God basically told me learn how to make money off yourself. You know what I mean? Like, if you're an entrepreneur, you have to learn how to do it. For so long, I'm like, it's not about the money. It's not about the money. And it's like, okay, then it won't be about the money. Then you know what I mean? Mm. So I had to change my mindset. It's still not the money isn't the motive, but I'm doing something I love. I should get pay for it. Do you feel bad when you had to make that <clears throat> switch? Because I feel like I'm in the same route where it's like I'm doing things that I love but it's hard to ask people to pay me for it. You know what I mean? Whenever you, you provide value, they'll pay. Even if it's three people. And you don't even have to, you don't even have to ask at that point. They'll see it and they'll be like, oh, like you do this. People like, are attracted to someone that's doing something. You know what I mean? So when I put things out and when I said my album was out, people jumped and bought it. I, people were telling me, oh, people aren't going to go on the website and, down, and add every song to the card and pay for it. And most do. people did. You know what I mean? Like 20 people did. Do. So you don't know what's possible until you do it. And then who... Actually, before we... Uh, we're getting to like the last leg of the, the podcast. But mm-hmm. when you first started, you got those 3,000 plays and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you already have dedicated fans at that point? Or like, how did you slowly build up that? Because now you got people buying stuff off your website. Yeah. So prior to that point... How are you building up these these fans, especially in the in the in the first part? Consistency. I never, even to this day, I never asked one person to listen to any of my songs. You just put stuff out. Just put it out. Yeah. Like I said, we're all assigned a million or plus people that'll come to us. Just do the work. Mm. You know what I mean? Just put the music out. They'll come. They will find you. Mm. Trust. 
So that's the that's the point that I'm at. And people are finding me and people are supporting. Whether they're kids or adults or way older, they want to support and they believe in, in what we're doing. Yeah. I think people like you're you're absolutely right. It's like whatever you're doing, right? As long as I see like you could suck at what you do. But as long as you're putting stuff out, I respect that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have friends that will look at some of the posts that I do or I'll look at other people that put out posts, whatever it may be, even if it's like Something, bro. You could be like a huge fan of like Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. But if you review every Power Ranger episode, you show me that you love Power Rangers, mm-hmm. I'm supporting you. Because yeah. I see you're like you're living your 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 true self. Mm-hmm. Like this is what you were put on this earth for. And at least you discover that mm-hmm. and you're like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Yeah. And even if I get five views, ten views, it doesn't matter. I'm supporting. I'll be that sixth view. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So I totally get that, man. Yeah. It's not that. about it's not about the end goal, you know, it's about right now. Right. So right now, that's what I've also learned. Like how I said, we just sold out 300 plus. I just got sold 100 singles. I stopped worrying about the world. Mm. Okay, 7,000 people rock with me. Let's work with this. Yeah. Because y'all going to be the ones that tell everyone else about Case. Yeah. So let's rock with who I got right now. You know what I mean? I'm not... I'm focused on every day. Put something out. Put something out. Put something out. Have content. Have content. Have content. Make a song. Make a song. And I feel like you can make a viable career off of like 1,000 people. Like if you have a thousand dedicated fans, you know, and they buy anything, whatever, and then boom, you have a successful business right there. You You don't need the million or whatever it may be. Like a thousand dedicated fans is so much much more powerful than having a million kind of like, you know, we don't know how we feel about this. Yeah, and it's true. It's like a lot of people, they have like three million people on Instagram and their album sells 17,000. It's like, (laughs) who really likes you? You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. So. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yo, man, I appreciate you, bro. I want you to plug everything. You know, tell them, tell the world where you're at, um, how to find you, all that fun stuff, and then uh, we'll take it from there. Yeah. CaseAP.com, where you can find everything. My Instagram is Case2.1. My Twitter is Case21 underscore. My clothing brand is Apply Pressure 2.1 on Instagram. Um, yeah, bro, we're just working. <laughs> and more up. things coming, I promise. Watch. For the people that are trying to find their passion or they're too scared to start their passion they're at a roadblock dead end crossroads whatever what would you what, what advice would you give them because you're, you're you're a man of gems right now if you're scared go to church because <laughs> you'll find God yeah, low, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying there's no space to be afraid you know what I mean like if you're scared go, go with the people who are scared with you you know what I mean mm. like don't go with with the wolves don't be afraid, you know? Like, there's nothing to be afraid of. You're always taken care of. If you really look at your, the trajectory of your life, it's, it's gotten better. You know what I mean? It's always gotten better, even if it was a little bit. Yeah. Something, the things that you pray for eventually came, you know? So, just keep going, you know? Just keep going. I think people put too much pressure on themselves. Yeah. Just get 1% better every day. Yeah. That's all it is. Lay one brick a day. That's literally what I do. That's it. That's it. Man, I appreciate your case. Thank you for always, coming on, buddy. bro. Yes. All right? And, uh, yo, throw me that book, bro. Yes, bro, read this book. I mean, I feel like, you know what? I'll, I'll I feel like up. you fucking probably wrote this book, bro. <laughs> like, the, the shit that you're talking about. I'm gonna take the a Hawk Method. It's so straightforward. It's just marketing at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Um, but lately, I've been reading a lot of, like, biographies and stuff. Elon. Mm-hmm. No, it's yours. Oh, yeah, for real? It. Yeah, take it, bro. Really? Yeah. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. You Absolutely. read it already? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. It's very straightforward. just a marketing book. Okay. But yeah, I feel yeah. like... We'll definitely get into it. When we read these books, like... We're not remembering every fucking page, right? We're, we get those that one little golden nugget, 
and then you're fucking straight. You know, you get what you're supposed to get. Exactly. Same. Yeah, from reading that book, mm-hmm. you can reread it. But I appreciate you, man. Thank you for being likewise, here. bro. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Always. And uh, our hustle wasn't was never meant to be a platform for entrepreneurs to come on one time. Your hustle is always changing. Mm-hmm. You're always, you of all people is, is the embodiment of that. <laughs> you're doing new things every time. So when you write that damn book, you're back on. Yeah. You know, when you make another album that flops, mm-hmm. you're back on. Because yeah. I want to see that hunger in you again, yeah, you know, sure. or when it makes it, you're back on. Mm-hmm. So please don't ever think that this is a one and done thing. Mm-hmm. You'll be on many more times. And I'd love to just hear uh, how you're growing as a person because... This this is honestly I, I can see why you got the fucking gem emoji. Fucking dropping gems. <laughs> Likewise, the whole bro. Time. I, appreciate, I appreciate it. I appreciate you inviting me. I appreciate both of y'all for your time. So thank you. I appreciate it. For man. real. Thank you. No doubt. All right. We'll see you guys next time.